Have you always wanted to have a program on the radio? If you can talk on the phone, you can have your very own program on Holy Ghost Radio 2. You can produce your program or we can help you produce it. For more information, tap on the ad panel on our app or contact us through our website, www.holyghostradio.com. The following program is brought to you by an independent producer. The opinions expressed on the program do not necessarily reflect those of the staff, management, or ownership of Holy Ghost Radio. Oh, the Pentecost, they were all in one accord, waiting for the promise of the Spirit of the Lord. One hundred and twenty gathered in one place, fervently prayed for the Spirit of grace. When suddenly there came a sound of rushing mighty wind, the Holy Ghost began to be poured out upon all men. This is there, spoken by the prophet Joel. This is there, spoken by the prophet Joel. In the last days, I pour out my spirit, saved the Lord. Tell It Like It Is Radio Show. Do you ever, ever get tired of that song? That was Timothy Spell singing This Is That. Good to have you with us tonight. This Father's Day 2020. We are broadcasting live from the studios of KDIX, Dickinson, North Dakota. This is a, for you that are listening on the internet, this is an AM station that goes around this area. And we've been on this AM station broadcasting now for over 
20 years. So we've been doing this a while, and then uh, we are picked up by Holy Ghost Radio, also KDIX's website. You can listen to us, Holy Ghost Radio Channel 2. And you can listen to uh, many of our old programs on Holy Ghost Radio podcasts. They're not all on there, but there's a selection of them on there. And so you can listen to that. Just go on Holy Ghost Radio, find podcasts, look for the Tell It Like It Is radio show. And maybe if you want to, you can hear an old, there's a good one about the Sabbath day if you've got any questions on that. I've got a lot of people texting me already that are listening. How did, how did Dr. Matt Ramsey do last week? Did he do okay? He, he took my program last week. We've got uh, Lori listening from South Hart, the Willis family listening from Dickinson. Uh, we've got um, Brother Doug Fuller listening tonight, and he um, lives up near us on the lake somewhere on Lake Sakakawea. We've got um, Marin and Yvonne listening in Bowman. I just saw I just saw those people Thursday night. We were down there for the Bowman church service Thursday night. Brother Rose listening from Kentucky. Brother Roland listening from Kentucky. We've got some Schulers listening up in Grafton. These are good friends of mine. Dave and Lauren listening in Fargo tonight. We've got uh, Brother Griffith out in Great Falls, Montana. We've got Casey and Jackson listening somewhere in the South Hart area. And so if you want to be part of the program, you can text me 701 290 7862 701-290-7862. Brother Roland is in Morgantown, Kentucky. And now I've just made that famous. The millions, billions of people listening to the Tell It Like It Is radio show know where Morgantown, Kentucky is. There's some crazy things going on. I'm not going to talk about any of them, but there there are some crazy things. Tearing down, tearing down st- statues and uh, destroying history and you know my my theory is even if it's bad history you leave it up there just to so we can remember where we came from but anyway i'm not going to get into that this is not a political program and so it's just not never has been never will be it's not a program program asking you for your money this is a program that promotes the acts 238 message and it's just a uh, it's also a program that promotes pastor bob's of psychological well-being because sometimes i just feel like i need to tell the whole world some things and so i pretend like the whole world's listening hello mr trump glad you're listening hello nancy pelosi glad you're listening tonight um hello um uh you foreign um ambassadors and presidents that are listening glad to have you with us tonight now i don't know that they're listening but i like to think that they are i like to think that they're all listening to the tell like so it's it's therapy for me you know it, it really is i just you know i wanted to do radio a long time ago and so we picked the kdix station because it was close to my home i thought in a blizzard which some of you down south don't know what those are but in a blizzard i could walk if the roads were shut down i could walk down to the station and and do this and that's kind of how we picked this well kdix has been great to work with over the years the uh, first manager I worked with was Lee Lee, so he's passed away now. But but it was just um, uh, he taught us the ropes, and and now everybody here at the station is so kind to us. If we ever do need any help or anything, they're very quick to help us. And and so um, that's that's how this originally started. We around twenty years ago, we we um, 
just started on Saturday nights originally for half an hour or an hour, and then they gave us a half an hour for free, an hour and a half, and then we cut back to an hour, and we moved to Sunday nights. That's kind of how that worked. The reason we moved from Saturday night to Sunday night is because this this station, this AM station, is also a sports station. This is not a Christian station here locally that I come across on. And so many times on Saturday nights, we were preempted by local and um, ball games. And so we had Sunday nights been perfect. I think it's very seldom are we ever preempted by that. So you're getting a little history about the Tell It Like It Is radio show. I am picking the music tonight. We're going to play some music by Brother um, Farron, who is an evangelist and happens to be one of my new favorites, newer favorite CDs. It's not really new anymore. It's about a year old. It's been out for about a year, but it is a great CD. Father's Day. Uh, oh, before I get into that, we had a great church service today. Our church is located at 501 Elks Drive, Dickinson, North Dakota. We purchased the entire top portion of the Elks building right on Interstate 94. This is an 18,000 square foot facility. It will seat the way it's set up now, 500 people. We have a great fellowship hall, Sunday school rooms, just a wonderful building and, and great people. We had we moved from our old building over two years ago. We had it completely packed out, and, um, and now we have this new building. We're so thankful for it. And we would love to have you come and see us. Our next service is Wednesday night at 7.30. Wednesday night at 7.30, 501 Elks Drive. And today we had a tremendous service. The um, musicians, the uh, song leader did a great job, and we felt the presence of God come into that sanctuary. And uh, just just tremendous. Had new visitors there, people that hadn't been there for a while. And so uh, we were excited about what God did. And we would love to have you come. Um, there were people there that were not used to it, I'll tell you that. But I could tell that they liked what they felt. They did. But I didn't speak about Father's Day, and I'm going to do that tonight. So you can text me, if you're listening, 701-290-7862. And, um, and we've got quite a few listening tonight. Just uh, We've got Tim listening from North Carolina, Brother Johnson listening from Mesa, Arizona. We've got Isaiah Vallejo, a friend of mine listening from Texas. The uh, Burling family, the Ben Burling family listening up by Park River, North Dakota. We've got Shane listening tonight uh, from the South Hart area and the Mathern family listening, the Miles Mather family listening from Dickinson tonight. 701-290-7862. Father's Day. Genesis eighteen nineteen. The Lord was speaking about Abraham, and this is what he said. For I know him, God was saying, I know Abraham, that he will command his children and household after him, and they shall keep the way of the Lord. This was a great compliment to Abraham. The Lord chose Abraham not only to reveal this particular secret that he was talking about, but also chose to call Abraham out of the Ur of the Chaldees because he knew that he could trust Abraham to teach his children the ways of the Lord, and they taught their children who taught their children. And there are still Jewish people today because of the influence of a man named Abraham. Father's Day 2020, I want to talk about how important it is for us fathers 
to be an influence to our families. Very, very important. Um, we and I, I. This might be a little rough, might be a little tough on fathers, but this is so important. Ephesians six four says, "You fathers, provoke not your children to wrath, but bring them up in the nurture and the admonition of the Lord." And so, fathers have a great, great responsibility. Somebody said, "What do you call a dog with no legs?" And the answer was. It doesn't matter. He won't come anyway. It doesn't matter what you call him. No matter how hard you call your children to come to serve the Lord, they won't be able to come if you haven't given them the legs of a good example and showing them the priorities of life. Doing as I say and not as I do is like cutting the legs off your children spiritually. When it comes to spiritual teaching, there's more caught than taught. Children follow the example of their father more than his words, and that's true. If you are an unbeliever listening tonight, an atheist agnostic, which I do have people text me that do listen, that that believe those things or don't believe those things, and I don't, yeah, in fact, I've had some of them treat me with great respect, um, so I mean, I'm not making fun of anybody. But even if you are an unbeliever tonight, just humor me for just a moment here. If there really is a heaven, and if there is a a way to get there according to the Word of God, what more important thing could a father teach his children and show his children the way to this heaven that will last forever? There isn't anything more important. The greatest form of child neglect is to neglect to teach your children the ways of God. That's why uh, all the things that sidetrack fathers today, the uh, video games, the entertainment, the the uh, the uh, indulging in sports and and all the just the all the time wasters that are out there. But you're too busy to come to church. I'm going to probably get into that here a little bit. Shame on you. Because we have to teach and we have to show our children the way. You know, um, you'll find out that families have traditions. Now, I realize traditions can be bad, when, especially religious traditions, when people don't know why they're doing things. I understand that. But traditions in themselves are not bad. Like, you'll have a family, I'm thinking of somebody right now that I know, that there was a man named Tony, and then a man named Bill, and then a man named John. And all three of these generations loved outdoor activity. And that's okay, I guess. They they all did, but Tony passed on to his son Bill, who passed on to his son John, a love for the outdoors, a love for hunting. There's something more important to pass on to our children than that. And you can pass it on to them. Don't let anybody lie to you. You can pass it on to them. Deuteronomy 6, 4 through 9 says this, Hear, O Israel, the Lord our God is one Lord, and thou shalt love the Lord thy God with all thy heart, with all thy soul, with all thy might. And these words which I command thee this day 
shall be in thine heart, and thou shalt teach them diligently unto thy children, and shalt talk of them when thou sittest in thine house, when thou walkest by the way, and when thou liest down, and when thou risest up. And thou shalt bind them for a sign upon thy hand, and they shall be as frontless between thine eyes. And thou shalt write them upon the posts of thy house, and on thy gates. This Father's Day, I'm telling you the greatest thing you can do as a father is to not only be uh, dedicated to the work of God yourself, but to teach your children how they can know the way of God. There is nothing greater than that. Text me tonight, 701-290-7862. This is Pastor Bob the Tell It Like It Is Radio Show. Transform me, Jesus. 
seem shattered Cause I blow another day My only hope is in the one who died for me Teach me law To be the man of Teach me law stuff is cd if you want to get a hold of that i can point you on how you can get a hold of that you can't listen to that online you've got to buy the real cd at this time got a lot of people um listening tonight and we are just glad i shouted out to quite a few of you it's good to have brother joe from arkansas is that tex arcana is that right is that arkansas i think that's where he's from we've got the soberg clan they're fishing and listening How's that work? Fishing and listening. The uh, I'm fishing and talking. We've got uh, Sister Brett's listening from Killdeer. And this is one sweet lady. And uh, good to have her listening tonight. Just a really nice, nice lady. Up in Killdeer, which is not very far from here. We're talking about Father's Day 2020. Kind of fitting that I would talk about it, being it's Father's Day 2020. We've got... Uh, Music. My next song is going to be a little obnoxious. It's called Church of Your Choice, so we'll play that in a little bit. It doesn't have anything to do with Father's Day. I just felt like playing it. You know, we're talking about the greatest thing a father can do is raise his children in the fear and admonition of the Lord. So how would you imagine that a father could diligently teach his children? Here again, by his words and by his example, both. Uh, you know, just let me give you a little list here of just a few things that I put down. But if a father needs to be a good husband, the best thing a father can do for his children is to love their mother. And if that has not been you, change it right now. You know, this, I'll tell you, if you get to know me, you that are listening that I don't know, you're going to find out I'm not really a lot into remorse. I mean, if you messed up, Repent, ask God for forgiveness, and change and prove to the rest of us that you've changed. To me, coming to an altar and crying, um, you know, fancy words, fancy apologies, all those things aren't anything like a true change. You know, show us. So if you've been a lousy husband up to this point, you know, ask your wife for forgiveness and move on. And change. Not don't move on to a new wife. I'm cha- I'm saying just start treating her right. You'll find out that she'll be very forgiving towards you, and you'll find out she'll be very happy. And you're going to find out that uh, people in general, especially the people of God, are very very forgiving. Be a good de- be a good husband. You know, being a good husband is one of the greatest examples you can do for your children. If you want to teach your children the ways of the Lord, love their mother. You know, be a good daddy. You know, love your children. Be patient with your children. Don't don't be so grumpy. Don't be so critical. Children do need correction. They do need discipline. They do need structure. And uh, and they they really do. But they also need somebody that loves them, that cares about them. The scripture says that love covers a multitude of sins. 
And I think what that means is when you're, in this case, when your children know that you love you, you don't have to be perfect. You can make some mistakes. But you need to have love. When, when there's love in the home, and when there's love for a dad for his family, like I say, is he always perfect? Does he always do everything right? Not necessarily. But when you love your children, and uh, they get maybe punished for something they didn't deserve, their attitude is going to be, boy, dad's a grouch today. You see, it, it's because there's a basis of love. You know, to be a good father, you need to have a love for your children. To be a good father, you need to be a good provider. You need to you need to be a good provider. Work is a four-letter word, but it's not a dirty one. Many times work is not pleasant. Now, I, I, I own a company here in Dickinson called Simon's Homes. One of my sons and I own it together. And, and uh, we've got some employees that work for us that we really, really like. And it um, seems like everything's going okay. But there is no perfect job. Like when the weather was like it was, you know, on um, Friday, you know, cool and calm and uh, the birds were chirping and the sun would shine intermittently and, you know, and the high was, what was it on Friday? Was it 70? Was it even that warm? You know, that's a good job. Some days there's blizzard. Some days there's rain. Some days there's intense heat. But that doesn't mean you just quit. Many times life or work is not pleasant. But to be a good father, you need to work. Focus your mind while you're at work on your work. And when you leave your work, focus your mind on your family and leave your work at home. Or leave your work at work, I should say. This... I'm telling you, this is Father's Day 2020. It's so important that we're examples to our children and, and that we raise them the right way. And that's why it's also important not only that you work, but stop wasting your money on stupid stuff. I mean, don't don't waste your money on toys. You need a home to live in. You need food. You need clothes. You need a good vehicle. One of my good friends, Brother Fennell, who pastored in our Grand Forks area for many years, he um, he said his dad told him that there's, what did he say, four things that you need? I think that's what he said, four things. You need a good, you need a, a good car. You need a good bed. You need a good pair of shoes. I think there was just three things. A good vehicle, a good bed, and a good pair of shoes, he said, because you're going to spend the majority of your life in one of those three areas. But you know what? You don't need a lot of other junk. And so, to be a good father, get some control of your money. Stop wasting your money on stupid stuff. To be a good father, you need to learn to pray. You need to learn to pray. You can pray publicly with your children. You can pray privately for them. But be a man of prayer. A good father prays for his children every day amongst others. And I'm challenging you tonight, no matter who you are, I don't care who you are, 
And I don't care how old your children are, but I'm challenging you tonight on this Father's Day. If you have not been doing this consistently, I want you to start now. Don't ever miss one day of praying for your children. And if my, you know, this prayer list that I have is pretty, pretty large, really, because it's not just my children, it's not just my grandchildren. But I, it's something I, I commit to to pray every single day to these people that I've committed to pray to, pray for. Being a good father um, has to do with prayer. Being a good father has to do with loving the Word of God. What do your children see you doing in your spare time? Playing computer games? You can't name the 12 apostles, but you can you can beat your computer game. See, this isn't this isn't about teaching a good example to our children, is it? And then we're going to spend a little time here, but a good father needs to love the house of God, the church. And um, it's not going to be like this church that I'm going to play this dumb song about. Text me tonight, 701. I'm just rambling about Father's Day. That's all I'm doing tonight, Father's Day 2020. And um, this song is called Church of Your Choice. Go to the church of your choice on Sunday. You may see a movie show. The ushers smell of beer, and the preacher is a little odd. But remember, that's the church of your choice. You can read the newspaper to see what's on downtown. St. Paul's has a carnival. St. Peter's has a clown. At St. Bozo's, a leaking lawn ornament pulls crowds from miles around. It's standing room only when Dagon comes down. Go to the church of your choice on Sunday. You may get a bingo game. Father Domino will take your bets. Sister Mo sells cigarettes. But remember, that's the church of your choice. At the Friendly Family Worship Center, there's a political candidate speaking on the Magogians invading Jerusalem in 2008. If you vote for him, you're guaranteed not to tribulate. It's spectacular and sure to draw a good gate. Go to the church of your choice on Sunday. You may get a spirit-filled love fest. Run for cover as the women grab the men, wipe their lipstick and makeup on them, but remember, that's the church of your choice. To the church of your choice on Sunday. You may see a video. The organist smells of beer, and the reverend is a little different, but remember, that's the church of your choice. Yes, remember, that's the church of your choice. I wonder why that's the church of your choice. 
Maybe you should ask yourself why that's the church of your choice. Pastor Bob here, the Tell It Like It Is show, and I hope that's not the church of your choice. Everybody's texting me. People are listening. We've got um, we've got uh, Brother Jones listening from um, <laughs> Minneapolis. He said, "I think I hear the voice of Brother Walters." That you got. Thank you. Um, uh, somebody said, "Is that Brother Farrell magnetic? Is that Brother Farron? No, that's not Brother Farron. That that's." Um, Anyway, that last one was not, I'm not going to blame that long, last song on Brother Farron. Text me, 701-290-7862, if you have any questions about what we're talking about. Just ranting and raving about Father's Day, this Father's Day 2020. If you're listening today, it is a live program. If you're listening later, of course, it's a podcast. You know, a father instills a love for church into his children. You know, sometimes I'll drive by, I remember once driving by a lake here in North Dakota called Devil's Lake. It was raining. There were people standing out there fishing in the rain. You know, but we can't come to church. We can fish in the rain, but we can't come to church. What does that teach? What does that teach your children? Now, as a pastor, I'm not one who's tried to overburden people with too many church services or long, drawn-out services. Uh, If the Spirit of God moves, of course, we're going to stay. But even though I said that, I mean, we we do need to work. We do need to live our lives. We do, do need to take some time for personal evangelism, absolutely, spend time with our families. But is faithfulness to your church a priority to you? And how would your children know that it is? I'll tell you what, I have this prayer. It seems like an unreasonable prayer. It seems like people could shoot holes in this prayer. But here's one of my prayers. And I pray, God, every single person that is faithful to, to the house of God here in Dickinson and faithful to you in their walk with God, Lord, I pray that not one of our children will be lost. That's one of my prayers. And I feel good about that prayer. And even if a child stumbles or falls, I believe God will honor that. Now, coming to your local church, and I'm talking about a local church where you've got a real pastor and you attend there every time they have service, all right? I'm not talking about jumping around, skipping around, moving from this church to that church, from this church to that church. That is not the will of God, especially if you're moving around to churches that don't preach the Acts 2.38 message, and don't get me started. But your local church may not always be exciting. Your local church may not always be convenient. You know, your local church, your pastor may preach the same sermon once in a while. What is that teaching your children, fathers? You're subtly teaching them that it's not important to go to church. 
You know, some families stay at home just to blow the kid's nose. You see, it's important. Now, I realize that you can go to church and miss the reason you're going. I get it. Critics have pointed these things out to me over the years. They say, well, there are people that go to church that really don't know what's going on. You know, the the um, critics of organized churches have been very quick to point out the obvious concept that um, that we could get into a routine and forget about true spirituality. Jesus addressed this very, very much. Jesus addressed it. People that it's possible that people attending church could lose their focus on true spirituality. But this idealistic concept uh, is just simply that. A lot of times they assume that there are people going to churches that don't get it, and they're the ones that don't get it. You know this this um. I, I, I've listened to this criticism over the years. I've thought about it over the years. And in some ways, I'm kind of insulted that people think I've like never thought of it before. That you can go to church and miss the point. But I'm going to tell you this. That you can also go to church and it, be, it can become a huge blessing to you and your children. You know, a local church can be a help to a father that's trying it is a help to a father that's trying to raise his children in a framework of a spiritual success a plan for success a practical application to spiritual growth for your family so i'm telling you fathers you need to be involved in your local acts 238 church like go to the sunday services you know, they're, they're, uh, be there if they have a time for prayer before church. You know, we have a time before every service. We have a half hour prayer meeting before the service. And as a pastor, I've asked people to come and pray in this big room that we've got. Uh, it's not like I write down on a list, but there are people that don't do it. Like they're just out visiting in the vestibule and they're out in the sanctuary, I suppose, just, I don't know what they're doing out there. Maybe they're praying, I hope so. That sounds like I'm frustrated now, doesn't it? No, there's a lot of people that meet for prayer at our church. As a father, what does that teach your children? The local church, we have classes that are age-appropriate, so we have Sunday school classes. During the summer, we do a children's church that is really cool, and they put a lot of time into it. They keep these kids' attention, and then while they're doing that at 10 o'clock, we have adult Bible classes and teen Bible classes. And then we take a little break and come together for a worship service, and boy, we had a good service today. The power of God was there, the presence of God was there, I said that earlier. You know, we've got trained musicians and worship leaders and um, who can worship and they don't have to focus all the, all on their music because they're trained, so they can they can play their music and worship at the same time. And then there's the preaching of the Word of God. There's many times at the end of the service, there's a time to pray at an altar. Not always, but a time of prayer and consecration. 
and then many times a time of fellowship and making and making of friends for your children and adults. People at our church stay a long time after church. Not everybody, but a lot of them do. They stay and visit. They 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 they're making connections. We have a Wednesday night service that has a half hour prayer before church. We have a worship. We have. Uh, sometimes it's more nuts and bolts preaching. So sometimes it's a Bible study um, for those that are growing in their walk with God. Sometimes there's a time of prayer at the end of that church service. Let's be faithful to church services. What if you didn't show up to your local church on the day they read the letter to your church from the book of Revelation? You remember Jesus told John, you take this and you tell these seven churches this. What if that was the Sunday you decided to stay home with a supposed flu? You know, there, there, and there are other things you can be involved with. Like in our local church on Friday mornings, we have a men's Bible study at 6 in the morning. We used to have it at Perkins, but our Perkins closed down because of the COVID-19. So now we have it at the church. My wife's been making breakfast over there for a long time. She's got, I got such a good wife. We've got camps that people can go to. We have um, ladies meetings that people can go to. There's outreaches that people can be involved in. Right now our prison ministries are shut down because of, of um, the state shutting them down because of this flu virus and the nursing home services. But we have, um, we just opened up our home on the range. They just opened up that service. We've got outreach services in Beach and Bowman and and um, and and there's home Bible studies that can be taught. My question: Are you taking advantage of what this local church has? Our fathers, are you working it out so that your children are getting the full benefit of what this church is already doing? Get involved. Get it right in the middle of what God is doing. You know, it's it's important. It really is. I'm gonna, you know, I'm gonna play another song or a portion of a song. Read some texts. Coming back, I got about 20 minutes in the program. Text me tonight. I'm just talking ranting or not ranting and raving, but just kind of hit hitting on some things about being a good father, especially when it comes to teaching your children the ways of God. You by the hand 
Day 2020. Really, I'm honored that everybody that is listening is listening. I appreciate that. And um, there are people that listen all the time that text me, and I'm thankful for that. I appreciate it. And then, of course, our target audience are the the local people of Dickinson, North Dakota. That's kind of what we've been doing for these last 20-plus years, and still is. We are just reaching out. And I, I tell you, even though the topic sounds a little tough, I just want you to know that I'll do anything as a pastor as I can that I can to help you be the kind of father you need to be. And if you say, well, it's too late for me. I already raised my kids and I did a terrible job. You can still have an influence on your children and now maybe even your grandchildren. And so it is the greatest thing to think about going to heaven, bringing our families with us, and of course, others also. You know, we're ta- just talking about things that we can do as a father to teach our children the ways of God. You know, I, I just spent a long time talking about the importance of of having a local church, having a pastor, you know, a pastor that preaches the Jesus name message of repentance, water baptism in the name of Jesus and receiving the gift of the Holy Ghost like Acts 238 promotes. Um, you know, I. It's also the attitude that we go to church with. When when it's Sunday morning or Wednesday nights, there shouldn't be any sign on the. You know, it should be. It should be more the attitude David had. I was glad when they said unto me, "Let us go to the house of the Lord." Going to church should be the most exciting time in the week for your children. And you can facilitate that. You can promote that. You can make that happen by your attitude, parents. You know, it's um, just recently I've run, well, not just, you know what, ever since I've been a pastor, I've run into so many people that have quit coming to church or quit faithfully coming to church for so many, so many reasons. Just, I mean, you know, you name it, I've heard it all. 
I mean, they just quit coming. Or they cut way back on coming. I've never seen their children do well spiritually. Now, maybe you have. Maybe there's examples I'm not thinking of. But when you are faithful to the house of God, there are people that attend our church here in Dickinson, North Dakota, that drive a long ways to come to church. And they're there every service. We have some down south by New England. We've got some up north of Dickinson. We've got a lot of them out west. We've got a lot of them out to the northwest of Dickinson. We've got we've got people on Sundays that drive in from the, at this point from the beach area, which is sixty miles away. We've uh, we've got a big uh, several families that live out near the Badlands of North Dakota, which is a long ways away. And they don't miss they don't miss a Wednesday. They don't miss a Sunday. They're busy people too, just like a lot of Americans. But you see, as a father, you're you're teaching something. Years ago. There was a man named Keith, and he went to our church. At that time, we had a, a church in uh, Hazen, North Dakota. And Keith, I, I came up to help Keith on something on, on his place, and he was building the fanciest uh, chicken coop that there's ever been built. Anyway, I asked Keith, I said, that seems like you're putting a lot of money into that chicken coop. And he said something like this, this isn't about eggs and it's not about chickens, it's about teaching my children something. And I've heard many stories that go along with that. A wise father has got a plan. It's not happening by uh, accident. There's a plan to it. And when that plan is complete and has come to fruition, you're going to see children that love the things of God, and even in this crazy world we're living in, they'll pass that on to their children. We've got to, it's so important to, um, to teach our children. We need to teach our children what it is to reach the lost. You know, they, this is our, this is, I did my discipleship Bible class today about this. Um, our purpose as believers is to reach this world, to be the light of this world by our words and by our actions. And we can teach our children these things. I was visiting with a man one time that moved here from another area and he went to a very large Pentecostal church. And he told me, he said, I would never move my family away from a good church to start a home missions church and take the risk of losing my family. And I told him, I said, us moving to Dickinson to start this church, my my wife and I and our three children, was the best thing I ever did for my family. My kids were the song leaders, they were the ushers, they were the musicians. Uh, All three of my children were so excited if a visitor stepped foot in that in that building. They sat together with my wife and I as we taught Bible studies. Uh, you know they they um, 
They were, you know, they, I'm just telling you folks, you can teach, you fathers can teach your children to be involved in the work of God. And what a great, great thing that is. Very, very exciting to, to that, that we can do that. Well, you know, ranting and raving about Father's Day lets me play a little more music. I've got, I'm going to read, I've got, I'm getting some texts here. So I want to read some of these. Um, nobody's mad at me. Nobody's disagreeing with me. I, that one song that I played here a while back about um, Church of Your Choice, people like that. Okay, I'll play another song by this guy. See if you like this one. Told me I had to accept the Lord. He would be my personal Savior. By faith he'd come into my heart But I couldn't really know for sure And I remember that Bible study To teach me about the Trinity They said it was beyond my reach in fact, it was an unexplainable mystery. I think I got more than they told me about. I think I got more than they told me about. I think I got more than they told me about. I think I got more than they told me about. They said that slowly I would grow Gradually I would reduce my sinning Nobody's perfect, they said nervously Even if there's no change, you're still winning And the religion professor at the university Said the day of miracles had ended Things were different now, not so spectacular That emotional stuff had been transcended I think I got more than they told me about I think I got more than they told me about I think I got more than they told me I think I got more than they told me about. Thank God there's more than what they told me about. I think I got more than they told me about. I'm glad there's more to get than what they told me about. I think I got more than they told me about. I think I got more than they told me about. I think I got more than they told me about. <laughs> oh, well. Pastor Bob, the Tell It Like It Is show, we're kind of coming to a close here tonight. We are talking, we were talking about Father's Day, being a good father, raising up your children in the fear and the admonition of the Lord, to know the Lord, to serve the Lord. Uh, we are living in a, a country that many fathers are absent, many children are growing up without fathers, and it's causing a tremendous havoc. Our government's trying to answer the problem with money, with education, 
uh, but it's not working. And and here again, um, you can think whatever you want, but you can look at the cold hard facts, the cold hard statistics that homes where the original father is not there, the children don't do as well. And here again, that's what the church is for. We're going to be here to pick up the pieces. But no sense picking up the pieces if we can just keep everything together. Thank you so much for listening tonight. We've had a lot of people listen. A lot of people text me. Um, the um, <laughs> Some of you like that song. Um, um, just um, faithfulness to the house of God, faithfulness to the things of God. If you are in this area of Dickinson, North Dakota, I mentioned it earlier, but our church is New Life Pentecostal Church, 501 Elks Drive. Wednesday night service, 7.30. Sunday morning, Sunday school at 10. Worship service at 11. There's a men's Bible study at the church at 6 a.m. Friday mornings. If you are in Bowman, North Dakota, Cornerstone Cornerstone Apostolic Church, 18 North Main. The Sunday service starts at 10.30 in the morning. The the Thursday night service, 7.30 p.m. If you're in the beach area, at this time we just have the one service Tuesday night at the Beach Community Church or Service, Beach Community Building. It's the Jesus Church, 7.30 Tuesday nights. Great bunch of people there. If you live in the Beulah area, 220 3rd Street Northwest Truth Community Church. We just want to invite everybody uh, that can come out to those churches. We, the, the all three of these, all four of these churches I mentioned, we promote uh, the Acts 238 message of Jesus' name of repentance, Jesus' name baptism, receiving the gift of the Holy Spirit, just like they did on the day of Pentecost. We also preach and teach the oneness of God that God was in Christ reconciling the world unto himself, that Jesus is the visible image of the invisible God. There's only one God, the Father, and he's a spirit, and that spirit uh, was in the man, Jesus Christ. And that's why Jesus could say the things he said, because God the Father was speaking right through him. We believe that. We're not confused about the Godhead like so many people are. Some people think there are three gods. There's only one. It's a church, we're a church that preaches and believes a good common sense holiness. And I'm not ashamed to talk about it. I'm not ashamed to talk about it in church. I'm not ashamed to talk about it on the radio. And I do talk about it on the radio. You know why? Because it's not going to turn anybody off that's hungry for God. This People all around me are just sick of the way this world is going. And some of these old-fashioned concepts that we talk about are a breath of fresh air to others. So come and find us. Come and visit us. Um, it's very, very important that you would, and we'd love to have have you do that. Lord Jesus, tonight as we close our program, we just ask you to uh, work in the lives of the fathers that are listening to me. God, help us see the awesome responsibility that we have, and that even you'll hold us accountable, Lord, for what we've done to make sure that our children are walking with you. And we just pray in the name of Jesus. I'm not going to end with my normal song. I'm going to end with this one. God bless you. Uh, Thank you for putting up with me tonight. Next Sunday night, 8.06 Mountain Time, another Tell It Like It Is radio show.
kneeling in his hands. There were those who believed and followed him, and there were those who wanted him dead. They thought the grave would silence him forever, but they found out instead. You can close your eyes, you can say it's a lie, you can stick your head in the sand. You can turn away, even try to explain he was just another man. When they nailed him to the cross by his hands and his feet, and they put him in the ground. Three days later, everybody found out that you can. Good story, but it can't be true. How could a man who was dead and buried be the friend of me and you? Here we are, two thousand years later, and still the choice is just the same. You can say that you don't believe it, but it doesn't change a thing. Have you always wanted to have a program on the radio? If you can talk on the phone, you can have your very own program on Holy Ghost Radio 2. You can produce your program or we can help you produce it. For more information, tap on the ad panel on our app or contact us through our website, www.holyghostradio.com. The preceding program was brought to you by an independent producer. The opinions expressed on the program do not necessarily reflect those of the staff, management, or ownership of Holy Ghost Radio.